Rough Greens. When you are a dog owner, you want to do everything you can for them. Uh, Calling Uno today. And uh, he was outside and I was like, Uno, come on, Uno. And I said, he is being so disobedient. I don't know what's gotten into him. And Tanya walked outside and whistled. And he didn't turn around for that. And we think he's going deaf. And I'm oh, so no. bummed. Oh, you're kidding. We want to keep our dog healthy and with us as long as possible. Rough Greens. Rough Greens has changed him. He acts like a puppy. Uh, maybe he's just ignoring us, but his his um, activity level is shot through the roof with Rough Greens. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash back 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens dot com slash back. faith in God and our faith in people is being renewed today in places like Kentucky. We'll talk about the rescue efforts and also our visit with President Donald Trump over the weekend coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Time is running out. Christmas is in two weeks. And if you haven't ordered the Tuttle Twins books for your kids or grandkids yet, may I suggest you do it today while you still can get it in time. Nothing more important in the world than your children and their freedom. And they are going to be the ones that are going to decide whether or not we're free. They have to know the principles of freedom, and you can teach it to them with the Tuttle Twins using stories and pictures. They have a free market curriculum with lessons that explore how free markets work so your kids can understand supply and demand and inflation and how government intervention affects the economy. Giving these books and curriculum is great for your kids and your grandkids. These are the things that we used to teach in school. And now we can teach them again with the Tuttle Twins at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the books and curriculum for all kids and teenagers in your life. There is holiday discount of 40%. Get the workbooks free, but you have to order today. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. We are still praying for miracles uh, in the devastation of the tornado that hit this weekend. It is it's something that we literally have never seen in America. This is the longest stretch of a tornado. What would you call it? Swath uh, in the history of the United States. Uh, It was EF3 tornado uh, and it 
cleaned a large swath of about what is it about 100 miles isn't it no it was over 200 200 miles, miles. i mean My what on God. earth because you think about we have these stories every once in a while and you think about okay here are there are a few tornadoes that hit different areas like a mm-hmm. series of them in one storm cell this was like one really long tornado that went across an entire multiple states uh, and uh, I mean, the devastation is uh, never seen anything like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, we we know that the 80 are dead. This is the last update I got. If you have a uh, uh, different number. Yeah, they think 80 is the official number. They do think it's going to so, go over yeah, 100. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people are still missing. It is if you have never experienced a tornado, they are terrifying. Uh, I remember my grandfather uh, talking about, you know, living in Iowa and the tornadoes would would roll through and uh he used to tell stories about how straw could be driven through telephone poles and it's one thing to hear it and it's another thing to experience it i've thank god never experienced you know getting close close to a a tornado um you know i've been within 10 miles and it was spooky enough 10 miles away um but i've gone to several sites after and when they say a town is gone, the town is gone. Um, I've seen tornadoes take houses and literally turn it into paper pulp and throw the house against the wall of another building that remains intact. But the everything that was the house and in the house is now pulp. And it's like wallpaper all over. It is the force is absolutely incredible makes you feel appropriately small it, it does and this is the type of thing that is so overwhelming when it comes when you know it's the type of thing that they like to take advantage of when it comes to the climate change stuff you saw the fema director coming out and saying this over the weekend oh well this is you know what we're looking what to look forward to in climate <sighs> change and it's sad that they go to those things immediately um, you know, considering especially there's just basically no evidence at all that ties climate change to increased tornadoes or tornadoes becoming more destructive. That's of all the areas that they have and have studied on climate. This is one that they really legitimately have nothing. They, they're not even claiming to have anything. Um, you know, we had in between uh, 2020 and uh, 2000 and 2020, there were five EF5 tornadoes, five of them in 20 years. From 1954 to 1974, we had 36 of them. Holy cow. Yeah. Now, if you look at the long-term trends on larger tornadoes over a century, what you see is a slight decrease in the number of them. It's uh, So the not, not an increase, uh, not a f- complete drop-off. Like when we talk about deaths from climate-related events, you have mm-hmm. a complete drop-off in 100 years, of, uh, a drop-off of over 98% of climate-related deaths. Um, so that one is like really compelling to say, Hey, whatever we're doing right now is making things better in this area. The tornadoes, you wouldn't argue that you're making it better with what we're doing. You would say that, you know, people are surviving uh, more often when they get hit. Obviously there's some, some innovations we've made there, but there are fewer of them slightly over a hundred years, which would indicate climate change is not the thing driving these things, right? I mean, if anything, there's a slight decrease, which gives you the opposite of what the media is going to be telling you all week long. And it's, it's, in, it's, not, it's really unsettling because you look at what has happened to these areas. I mean, legitimately, as you mentioned, wiped off the map. Yeah. 
horror story after horror story of real people suffering. And it's going to be, you know, it's sad to watch the media go through their normal cycles on this. And I know the media says that uh, thoughts and prayers do nothing. But at least the people in these areas know that thoughts and prayers are deeply meaningful. And our thoughts and prayers uh, are with all of the people that were in that 200-mile stretch. Um, Mercury One is already has people on the scene. If you would like to donate, uh, you can just go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org, and uh, help the people who have now absolutely nothing. You know, in floods and everything, you can kind of take some things away. But in tornadoes, it's all gone. It's just gone. Uh, and it's so indiscriminate. You know, it'll take half a house and the other house, the other part of the house is completely fine. It's just so bizarre. So bizarre and terrifying. It is. I've been through hurricanes, earthquakes, um, you know, storms of all kinds. I have not had one close, but we've had the we could see them on the horizon. Mm. And those things are so frightening because they can, unlike this one, they can just suck up back into the sky and stop and then shoof, come back down someplace else. And it is so indiscriminate. Mercuryone.org. Mercuryone.org. Uh, all right. I went to uh, uh, be with the president at Mar-a-Lago uh, on Friday, and I have a lot to say and some clips from the interview that we did. I did a uh, interview for the first of the year. This one will air January 5th. And it is uh, going to be the the first interview uh, looking forward um, and not backward on the year. So what what are we in store for and how do we fix it? He he was quite impressive, quite impressive, especially since, you know, Joe Biden is just gone. Jill Biden said this weekend it's because he's working so many hours. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just gone. The president was, A, in a very good place. Uh, he it was sharp, sharp, sharp. I said to him, do you remember the first time we met? This was off the air. You remember the first time we met? And he said, I, Jim. I said it was, uh, I said, Larry King. And he said, Larry King's birthday. I mean, <laughs> Wow. Um, that was a long time ago. That was 15, 16 years ago. And I was a nobody. And that's when Larry King turned 116. Uh, it was 400. So it was his 400th. 400th birthday? Yeah, oh, it wow. was his 400th birthday. He came in. Uh, he brought his own dirt, uh, like all mm. vampires do. And he was on the uh, the bottom of the Mayflower, I believe. So mm. it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, and then had dinner. He, was, he invited me to have dinner uh, with, uh, he said, you want to what do you what do you have planned i'm like mcdonald's and he's like uh why don't you come melania and i are having dinner why don't you come and have dinner with us upstairs and i'm like okay now i felt a little bad because bill o'reilly had invited me to dinner that night 
And I felt bad that, you know, I saw him in my mind's eye all night sitting there at Applebee's waiting, you know, like, no, I, you didn't even tell him. No. I mean, I will say Bigger name, Bill. Bigger name. They do have uh, Cheetos wings, I think, currently at Applebee's. So I could see all by himself. Just like, no, really, somebody is joining me. (laughs) No. Oh, that's the saddest visual I've ever had. Yeah. So uh, then on Saturday, I went and introduced Bill O'Reilly for his big thing. There were about 11,000 people there. Uh, it, I don't know if he announced this from the stage, um, but what I heard from the venue, because there was a massive screw up, massive screw up, and the thing started like an hour late. Uh, and that was because the Secret Service had to wand everybody. But more importantly, somebody had hacked into the system and changed like half the tickets to fraudulent so everybody had to bring their tickets, get out of line and bring their tickets to the ticket window. Hmm. And I mean, I, I, I had to tell you, I was so worried about that event because of the tickets. And then when Bill comes on stage for the first, he comes out, he starts his monologue. He's about to introduce the president and his mics go dead. They hand him another mic dead. Everything was dead for like two minutes. And I thought, holy cow, is this just a screw up or is yeah. this, what is this? In the first show too, yeah. sometimes those things happen, but you know, yeah. you know it was, heightened awareness of the stuff. Yeah, of heightened awareness. I, I've never seen security like this before, ever. I mean, the security at Mar-a-Lago was, was one thing, but you know, that's the president's house. And because it's a national historic site, they can't put fences or gates up. They have gate on the driveway, but there's no fences around it. They can't use all of the stuff that Secret Service usually normally, use. Yeah. And there are Secret Service everywhere, everywhere. And uh, at, this, uh, at this show with Bill O'Reilly, and it's coming, I think, this week to Texas. Uh, allow yourself extra time to get there. But it's worth seeing. We'll play some clips. Bill sent me some clips. He made some news this weekend. Uh, and I have, uh, I have a few clips, too. I, I asked him about uh, Dr. Fauci. Tell me a little bit about Dr. Fauci. Uh, and uh, it was, it's quite interesting. So that's all coming up on the program, coming up in just a few minutes. First, let me tell you about LifeLock, uh, the holidays. For most of us. It's a season of giving, but it's also a season of taking if you happen to be a cyber criminal. It's the most wonderful time of the year for cyber criminals because we are all online doing our Christmas shopping. You need to be aware that if you're not protected, someone may have uh, maybe out to grab all of your information, grab your numbers and wipe you out. A lot of things you can do to stay safe. Things like using a VPN instead of a public Wi-Fi, creating a strong password, et cetera, et cetera. But you also need a dedicated source checking for you on everything. That's LifeLock. You know, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock does the best on overseeing all of it. And what's best is if if they miss something They have a team of specialists that are going to work with you to clean it all up. So save up to 25% off now at 
promo code BeckLifeLock.com. 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. 10 seconds, station ID. So uh, Janice Dean is going to be joining us here in just a few minutes. Uh, she's back in the news because it has come out that Chris Cuomo, uh, what a dirtbag. Uh, he said, he, he called her that, excuse the expression, Fox weather bitch. And uh, blasted her as that and was looking to discredit her. Uh, is there anything that we can find on that Fox weather bitch? Uh, I mean, this guy to, to just, paint her as an extreme right wing nutbag is, is an important part she, of that. She's not. No, uh, I will also uh, say I mean, it, it is alleged that these we don't have the uh, evidence on this yet. I mean, we have the evidence that he's a dirtbag, but the on the actual texts themselves, we uh, we don't necessarily have all of the evidence on that yet. But I will say I had struggled with that this weekend in that it so lines up with my prior beliefs that I, I almost couldn't find myself to even say correct that they're alleged. It's it's so who this guy is and has been forever. Forever. That's the way they do business. Yep. You know, the is there family. any way to take her and throw her under the bus and make her look like a crazy right winger? Yep. That's what allegedly the text says. Um, there's another story that you're not going to find uh, many places today that broke, uh, I think, on Friday. Um, CNN producer who worked shoulder to shoulder with Chris Cuomo has now been indicted on charges of luring young girls to his Vermont ski house for sexual subservience training. Hmm. Uh, this this guy, his name is John Griffin. He was arrested uh, and the FBI uh, has been doing a uh, uh, been doing an investigation on him for a while uh, he apparently was on um, Kick and Google Hangouts, and he communicated with people purporting to be parents of minor daughters, conveying to them, among other ideas, that a woman is a woman regardless of her age, and that women should be sexually subservient <laughs> no. and inferior to men. That's not a good point. <laughs> yeah. In, <laughs> Just not a good series of points. In June 2020, Griffin advised a mother of a nine to 13 year, uh, nine and 13 year old daughters that the mother's responsibility was to see that her older daughter was trained properly. He uh, sent her $3,000 for plane tickets so the mother and her nine year old daughter could fly to Nevada to Boston's Logan Airport. Uh, the mother and child flew to Boston July 2020, where he picked him up in his Tesla, drove to his house. The daughter was directed to engage and did engage in unlawful sexual activity. Um, does this maybe why they never talked about the CIA, why they're not talking about, um, you know, um, what's his name? Um, that, you know, Jeffrey Epstein definitely killed himself. Mm. They, I mean, they, they, this 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 is. This is only going to play into conspiracy centers again, but these people are so bad. The, the, it's just such a bad group of people, and it would behoove these organizations to have uh, somebody who is new at the top and clean house, just clean house. 
It's a good point, Glenn. I can't I can't disagree with it. I mean, look, we we know we worked in that building at one point and there are a lot of really good people who work there. And, and I know that that sounds like a disclaimer, uh, but it's not. I mean, we really did no, work with a lot of really great people who were there and people who we were, did. Some of them are liberal and still and aren't doing journalism the way I want them to. But they're not this. They're not Chris Cuomo. Uh, there's a big separation there. Uh, and there but does I think seem once to you be start a, to tolerate a real problem when once you start to tolerate things that aren't true that you just it's easy to slide into the mud mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh and they were tolerating i mean real journalists should have walked should have walked said you don't fire him right now i walk uh and that should have happened a long time ago with chris cuomo it's there's all the journalistic standards went out the window. And I really do not think it had anything to do with that. His firing. I don't think his firing was related to him basically destroying all sense of journalism for this company that purports to be the apple for every fact. Uh, this is an apple. If you remember that nonsensical mm-hmm. campaign, uh, you know, for that organization, you might say a, 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 an opinion organization wouldn't fire him immediately over some of the things he did. You might say, okay, well, you know what? We know he's he's biased in this way, and we're going to be out front with it and be okay. No, but they claim they, their news. Right. They should have done it minute one. They mm-hmm. waited way longer than any respectable opinion site would mm-hmm. have waited. And then when they did it, they only did it because they were embarrassed and were lied to by Chris Cuomo. It wasn't even that they thought what he did was particularly all that bad, it seems. It's just that it got to the point where it it made executives look and feel bad. And that is disgraceful. I mean it was the what they did was with this Cuomo situation from from you know January and February of 2020 until they finally got rid of the guy was an absolute complete and utter disgrace. I, 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 there's no defending it. There is absolutely no defending it. From minute one, when they started popping him on the air, with remember, this is a guy Andrew Cuomo who got fired for harassing women. They were on the air calling him the Love Gov on so, the air with his brother. To, listen to this: you've got Cuomo, who is abusive to women. You have Toomey, who was abusive to himself, I guess. Tubin, you're talking uh, about. Tubin. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tubin. You have uh, Don Lennon, Lemon, who is in court for sexual harassment. And now you have this child predator who is the producer or one of the producers for CNN and Chris Cuomo. I mean, that's not a good record, guys. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about the Tuttle Twins. If you're still shopping for Christmas, your kids and your grandkids, now is uh, the time to pull the trigger on something that I think is an absolute must under your Christmas tree for your grandkids. It's the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins have toddler and children's books that explore the principles of freedom using stories and pictures. They have a free market curriculum with lessons that explore how free markets work So your kids, by the time they're teenagers, are reading the Tuttle Twins and can understand supply, demand, inflation, how the government intervention affects our economy. This is something that we must teach our kids because they are being taught the exact opposite. And, uh, you know, I know it's not good night moon, 
And people sometimes go like, well, I kind of feel weird because I'm teaching them. No, no one else is going to teach them this. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You have to order now if you want it for Christmas. Holiday discount of 40% off right now. Tuttle's, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right, head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, I'm going to play some audio from uh, my interview with Donald Trump uh, over the weekend uh, and uh, also get into some some other things revolving uh, around that uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Also, don't forget MercuryOne.org uh, is on the scene now uh, trying to provide relief. We could use your donations 100% of the money will go right to the people who are victims of uh, this hurricane. So please join our efforts at mercuryone.org. Uh, looks like Elon Musk has uh, been named by Time Magazine the person of the year. Uh, we'll get into that a little later. And Chris Cuomo has named uh, our next guest a crazy right winger, the Fox weather bitch, which... I'm sure she appreciates Janice Dean is with us now. Hi, Janice. How are you? Oh, Glenn, you could say that word on on the air. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like to, but uh, I want to get his words exact. Uh, this this is another all time low for these guys. I'm not surprised, though. I think you and I have spoken throughout this year and a half that I've been trying to raise awareness and accountability for the deaths of my husband's parents who were in nursing homes. And last spring, we found out that our governor uh, forced 9,000 COVID infected patients to go into nursing homes, including my husband's parents. Uh, And so I've kind of been on a mission um, to find out why and then find out also why he hid those numbers. At least 15,000 seniors died, and he was covering up the numbers by at least 50%. We now know the timeline corresponded with his $5.2 million book, celebrating himself and saying he was like the best leader in, a, in the middle of a pandemic, winning an Emmy Award, going on every major news channel to celebrate himself, including on his brother's network, uh, joking about free COVID tests that him and his family were getting while nursing homes could not test incoming patients. And early on, I heard from a few people that know this family very well. And and they told me, watch your back. Uh, These people are vindictive. They will come after you. Uh, They will do whatever they have to do to silence you. So I'm not surprised that this information is coming out. But what I am doing is I'm filing what they call a FOIL request, uh, Freedom of Information Law here in New York, to see if I can find any paperwork, official documentation from the Cuomo administration and Chris Cuomo uh, talking about myself or my family. Mm. I think that is a very smart move. These guys are, you know, I we joke that they're a mob family, but they have a lot of the mob-like uh, attitudes and tactics. You know, the, the family is number one. They circle the wagons and they destroy anybody that gets in their way. It really seems that way. And I've talked to a few people who are kind of tallying up all the potential crimes 
that this administration has committed. There are several of them, and they might even fall under the RICO Act. Mm. I mean, this is like an organized crime family. I, I, I mean, I'm not joking about this, and I know you're not either. So do you think that, do you think that, the, that somebody is going to see jail time from all of this? A Cuomo? I think, it, I think Andrew Cuomo could possibly see jail time from this, yes. The fact that he was actively covering up nursing home deaths to benefit himself and his family, uh, that would be a crime. Wow. Also, giving out those free friends and family COVID tests to city officials using state resources to do that. Uh, while nobody could get COVID tests. Um, and then the book deal, uh, the book deal, the fact that they used government resources and turned the executive chambers into a book publishing company uh, instead of saving New York, uh, you know, instead of governing, governing, governing the people he was elected to do that for. Uh, so there are several things that are against the law that he broke the law and should be punished for. It is it is fascinating to me to see how different states and people from those states are reacting to um, the coronavirus, where um, it is it's it's cult like it is almost cult like with the vaccines and the uh, the masking. Now it looks like we are going to have to mask up again in some states. Uh, New York is is doing that. Uh, Governor Inslee in Washington state said those who are unvaccinated are domestic terrorists. Uh, They're carrying around a time bomb in their backpack. This is insanity. When is this going to stop? That's a good question. Uh, You know, our governor here in New York has basically, you know, declared a state of emergency again, and um, she's enforced all of those rules and regulations. Um, You know, even kids the age of five and under are masking up. You know, my kids are in school every day. And yet every time I see her on television, she doesn't wear a mask. So, you know, we, we see these um, government officials saying that you have to do this. But yet when they go out and, and attend parties and functions, we don't see them with a mask on. It's, it's quite infuriating. How do you think um, things are going to end for Fauci? I can't understand why he's still out there speaking. You know, he this weekend, he said Americans are just going to have to deal with yearly boosters because they might become necessary. Whoa. Well, but the, the media keeps putting him on television. And, you know, early on, him and Andrew Cuomo were like buddies. You know, they called each other every day. He was very, you know, he was calling Chris Cuomo every day when Chris apparently had COVID, even though, you know, he was lying to us and, and was still going out uh, it, it, despite telling all of his viewers that he was quarantining. So I remember when um, Fauci was saying that Andrew Cuomo was doing a good job as body bags are piling outside of nursing homes. So, you know, he continues to be on television um, and people are giving him airtime. And I believe he also has a book coming out about how great he is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Janice, thank you so much. Thanks for everything that you've done. Uh, and I hope you have a great, great holiday. Glenn, thank you. And thank you to your listeners as well for sending the prayers and, and listening to the story. You got it. Thank you. That is one woman who changed the world. She really did. She, she is, I think, the reason uh, Cuomo is out and all of this started to snowball. Would you agree with that? Yeah. If there's any one person responsible for it, it's her. I mean, I think you did a great job too. I Thank mean, you, you were, she, she would say, 
She would she's say. Also, I mean, yeah, she's so. You are also a big part of it. She's also the nicest person in the universe. Yeah, so, she is. Which is what's so amazing about this particular scandal with Chris Cuomo. I mean, there could not be anything more opposite of the truth than to call J- Janice Dean, uh, you know, a uh, an evil or whatever right w- right winger, crazy right winger, yeah, and obviously and the swears and stuff. In particular, that particular term is just so not, not her. her. I mean, not she's her. really. I mean, before this Cuomo thing. Obviously, she's been well known in the media for a very long time. She is a media, senior meteorologist at Fox News. She has a, a very long and illustrious career. Uh, but, you know, she recently has come to writing these books about just people doing nice things for each other mm-hmm. and going through tough times and struggles personally and overcoming them. Um, and what a witch. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite <laughs> right. of who she is. And, you know, this is the type of thing that. Chris Cuomo has done for CNN. He said the opposite of the truth on the air, and now we apparently know off the air as well. That's who Chris Cuomo is, and what he you know. What's so for funny is they they said how bad Fox News was, mm. and yeah, there were some problems at Fox News, sexual problems uh, at uh, Fox News. I didn't see it, but I'm not a woman, and look at me, nobody's hitting on me. Um, but uh, I know that there were problems there. The ones that are at CNN, you wonder how how arrogant, how did they ever get to a place to believe that they could behave in worse manners and still point to the other and not have a stone come through their glass wall? You know, that takes balls. Mm. You know, usually if you're doing something, you're like, and somebody else does it. You don't dogpile on that person because you don't, you know, somebody's going to go, wait a minute, what do you do? You doing anything like that? And they just dogpiled. Seems like that was the cause of all these controversies, too. They kept saying things on the air or publicly that pissed off women they had harassed Correct. over multiple or years. Or in, right? in Don Lemon's case, a man. Mm. And just they just were like, okay, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. The hypocrisy. I can't take it anymore. By the way, let me give you some good news. Ron, De- Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. has uh, released his budget. And he's put $8 million into his budget to uh, transport illegal immigrants out of Florida and uh, shipping them uh, right to the District of Columbia and Delaware. <laughs> Now, they wouldn't. Uh, I, I love Martha, that. Wasn't Martha's Vineyard on the list as yeah, well? Yeah, Martha's Vineyard is as well. Now, yes. they wouldn't reject this, right? They, they wouldn't say, we don't want them to come here, would they? They certainly wouldn't say something like that because they are so willing to welcome illegal immigrants all over the country. I hope he and does other- it. I, I really hope he does it. Do you think he will? It's $8 million got to be approved by the legislature, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that it, that says it all. That would say it all. You came in with airplanes in the middle of the night and you landed and you put all these people in here without talking to anybody, not just the governor's office, but anyone in Florida. Nobody had a voice in saying, "Uh, no, we don't want the people who just crossed here illegally. You flew them in. Fine. We don't want them. We're going to we're going to give them to you because you are the leaders of this, Barack Obama. 
You're the leaders of this Washington, D.C. You're the leaders of this Delaware. You take them. How is the president going to say no in Delaware? How is he going to say no in Martha's Vineyard? And my temptation is to pitch it like this. Like, hey, what are you going to say? Are you going to say no here, guys? Well, wait a minute. I thought that you cared so much. That's my temptation. But in reality, let's just put it as let's just take them at their word. They continually say, number one, they're not a threat in any way. There's no negative consequences from this. And number two, they're the only ones who can help them. And and we are and treating them three, terribly. And number three, if you say anything about it, you're a xenophobe. Right. So, so let's load the plane. I'm for the I'm good serious. of the illegal immigrants. You say Republican states treat them horribly and don't give them the things that they need and treat them as uh, others and all of these things that you say all the time. We're all these racist states that don't want to help these fine people get along with their lives. Well, then maybe you should take them. Maybe you're the only one who can who can handle it. So Ron DeSantis is going to be on my program on Wednesday night. He's the Wednesday night special live mm. for the full hour. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell him, if you can't get that through the budget, I think this audience would raise $8 million to do that. Don't you? We oh. move people out of the Middle East, <laughs> you know, to safety. No we should question. move them to the safety of Martha's Vineyard. And I think we could raise that $8 million in about an hour. So if he can't get it through the uh, legislature, our audience would raise the money. And you just put it together, Ron, and we'll pay for the planes. Because I think that is uh, a really good test. Who's xenophobic? Who thinks that they're an asset to your community in all ways? Who thinks they shouldn't be... Uh, uh, they shouldn't be verified that they're not good guys or bad guys. We're just going to take the people that you dropped off in Florida. You didn't check. You didn't vet. You didn't vaccinate. And we're just going to drop them off on Martha's Vineyard. Have a good time. <laughs> that, fantastic. The Martha's Vineyard one is fantastic. They're not going to say yes to that. No, neither will Delaware. <laughs> no, probably neither not. Will Delaware. You definitely won't get it there. They won't even let. They, they weren't even letting their own citizens back on those islands I during know. the COVID stuff. I know. They were like, oh, "You want only only a vacation home here? You're not allowed." <laughs> <laughs> those are the good people that mm-hmm. don't own the vacation homes. They live there year round. Okay. Those are the good people, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they had a. I think they had a right to say, "Oh, you're." Oh, you're only a snot from a city? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I think you if can. you own property on one of these places, you should be able to these... visit the property. I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah, Do I you? think so. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's crazy old. Oh, here he is dusting off the old <laughs> Constitution again. <laughs> Here's Rough Greens. Uh, Kurt wrote in recently about his dog experience. He said, uh, our five-year-old healer mix, Pepper, loves Rough Greens on her food. After about a week of using it, we noticed that she seemed to have more energy. She was wanting to play more. Rough Greens has uh, turned back the clock on her active uh, activity uh, level. These days, she acts more like a puppy again. Couldn't be happier with Rough Greens. Thank you. Kurt, thank you for writing in. I feel the same way about Uno. He's 10, uh, which makes him an older German shepherd, uh, but he is acting like a puppy all the time. Glad to hear it worked for Pepper as well. Try it with your dog. It's a free bag right now. You can just try it out. All you pay for is the shipping. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call them now, 833-GLEN-33. The Glenn Beck Program.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. So you did the Bill O'Reilly event this weekend with mm-hmm. the president, mm-hmm. uh, former President Trump. Uh, they're doing a bunch of cities around the country. Yeah. You can still get tickets, uh, I believe, to some of them. And I've noticed there's this attack going on that there was nobody there. Now, I saw the pictures. There seemed to be a lot of people there. There was a ton of people there. It was probably, I don't know, ten or 11,000 people there. Not, um, so basically nonsense. Yeah, they, they, they took the upper, upper level off. But there's a ton of things that, you know, you're not selling every. Yeah, they in can, an 18,000-seat venue, yeah. selling 11,000 is uh, pretty damn good. And it was, it was packed. It just was the upper nosebleed seats that, quite honestly, in some of those venues, you don't want to have people sitting in there because of the echo. It's made for basketball or hockey. Right. And so the, the spoken word events are right. difficult in venues like that. We've had that issue uh, yeah. before as well. Um, so did you get um, booed when you when you came out? I was kind of hoping there might be a, a loud, you know, like just deep guttural boo when you walked on stage. Any of that happen? Well, we have the audio. You'll have to hear for yourself. Really? And I walked out on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, they're probably just saying, you stew. And that no, would make I it. No, okay. I said stew, and they <laughs> said boo. Oh, oh. And I was like, no, it's stew. This is the Glenn Beck Program.